Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I have a question for you. What do sales leaders struggle with? I'm sure all of you do sales of one sort or another. Um, You bring in new clients. You may sell a product, a program, whatever it might be. And today you're going to get the answer as well as some valuable solutions. And especially if you're in the direct sales, direct marketing, network marketing, whatever you call it, business, or you lead a sales team of one sort or another. Linda Sturdivan is a direct sales coach and trainer, and she's an expert in helping leaders work with their teams to get results like increasing download commissions, multiplying team promotions, and truly retaining your best members. So I'd love to welcome to the show today, Linda Sturdivan. Linda, welcome. Thank you. Delighted to be here. And it's so good to actually have you on the show. It's It's been a while in coming. And... You know, I've always, I don't want to say envied, but I've always been amazed at what you have accomplished um, in your career. Would you tell the audience just a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Um, I joined my direct sales company over 20 years ago. I did that because my son was struggling in school and I wanted to quit my job. So I decided I would quit my full-time job and stay home with him. So I did my direct sales career for, you know, just under 20 years. Prior to that, I was a labor and delivery nurse for eight years. And then before that, I was a software engineer for 13 years. So that is my path towards being a coach and trainer in my fourth career now. (laughs) (laughs) I am impressed. Um, I have a question. You went from a software engineer to a labor and delivery nurse? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I have a degree in human biology, so it isn't as big a leap as it sounds. Uh-huh. It was it was really more of a leap to get a to get a job as a software engineer when I had graduated with a degree in biology. <laughs> <laughs> that is fascinating. Um, I also was a labor and delivery nurse, um, and that was my thirty seventh career. I don't know. Um, I <laughs> I actually I went into nursing. Because uh, I was working with a series of nurses on problem-solving decision-making, and they said, gee, can you help us with those business people who are now running the hospitals? We don't know how to get our programs through. And I said, sure, I can do that. Um, And they said, well, that's great, but we never listen to you because you're not a nurse. So, you you know you know the, the sort of attitude. So I I did I went back to um, school. I I took the uh, fast track to BSN program at Sammy Merritt College graduated and started teaching. I actually taught at the college level for a couple of years um, and did labor and delivery and, and af, you know, at-home visits for new moms for a couple of years until I got hurt. So very interesting. Our, our, our paths sort of parallel each other in a lot of different ways, Linda. Absolutely. Besides the fact that our names are the same. <laughs> <laughs> so Linda, um, you, okay, when I first met you, you were doing something that was very unique, and you were working with, again, direct sales and, and sales teams around the, uh, phone phobia. Can you yes. tell us a bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So the reason I'm really passionate about teaching people how to overcome their fear of the phone 
is because when um, when I joined my direct sales business, I was really, really terrible at it. I mean, it took me three months to book my first party. And after several years, I was up to a whopping three parties a month. Um, after I quit my job and decided I really needed to get serious, I learned a phone calling strategy that allowed me to take my business from three parties a month to 12 to 14 parties a month. And I did that consistently for eight straight years using the phone. And what, what I was told is if you could talk to three people a day about your business, your business would grow. And so I did everything I could think of to grow my business without picking up the phone, right? Right, right. <laughs> I went to networking meetings. I went to meet and greets. I went to vendor events. I t- talked to people at the park and the mall. But nothing was as efficient as the phone. And what I found on the phone is, is if you use a particular strategy that involves putting people at ease and then asking questions to find out what they really want and listening very carefully so much so that you can reflect back their answers, then those people are open to hearing about what you have to offer and oftentimes will say yes because you can customize your offer based on their answers to those questions. And so it became very simple for me to invest a small amount of time in phone calls each week provide exceptional customer service, book parties, and recruit new people to my team using the phone. That's impressive. And I know I've gone through the program, and I, I agree. It's, it's a very impressive program um, in helping women, men, or whoever is selling to move past that. But you've shifted your work. Is that right? Yes, yes I have. I still teach the phone class, but I have shifted more to working with direct sales leaders. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, how is that going for you? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It has, it has just blossomed in the last year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. It has really taken off. Yeah, a lot of leaders are really frustrated with their team members' lack of action. And they're struggling with, you know, they'll have a team meeting and people will be all pumped up and excited. But then they don't follow through. They don't take action on the ideas that are presented. And over time, people become quite discouraged because they're providing incentives, they're doing team meetings, they're doing everything they can think of. And their team members, you know, some of them are moving forward. Some of them love all that stuff, but many of them aren't. And they don't even return their calls and they seem to just evaporate out of their teams. And so um, I'm really excited about helping them overcome that challenge. Yeah, I, th- I always think that's very interesting. But uh, the, the challenge I had with direct marketing was the fact that where they make their biggest dollars is with that first order bonus, as opposed to the folks who are you know in there, whether they're growing a team or not. Um, the residual income isn't as big as that first order bonus. How have you overcome that with those leaders? So the way that, I, the way that I'm working with my t- team leaders and... Mm-hmm. Honest to goodness, some of the ideas are so simple and so quick that it's really amazing. And the secret is to keep your team members moving forward is to help them get what they want. Linda, it's just like selling to a client, except instead of selling a product, you're selling the idea of getting into action in your business. So again, it follows the same pattern as the phone strategy. You put them at ease. You ask questions to find out what they want, and then you help them get what they want. And it's almost impossible not to move forward and take action when you've actually customized your offer. 
as opposed to jumping in there and just providing a solution. I love that. That's such a vastly different approach than I would say many uh, network marketing leaders use. Um, I mean, I uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll tell you my story, which I I had a a very powerful leader um, who was my upline, and I I got this really strange email from her that said, "Hi, um, I noticed that you hadn't done your." Uh, auto ship this month and um, your team isn't going to make XYZ goals, what are you doing about this? Now, we hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't talked in probably three months because yeah. obviously I was doing whatever I needed to do to move forward. And so I wrote her back and I went, hi, it's nice to talk to you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it was sort of like building rapport and building relationships, I think, with your team is one of the really key skills in being able to have that kind of a conversation with them and have them move forward. Would you agree with that? I couldn't agree more. I really think that is the secret to direct sales is to remember that it's a relationship marketing business. Mm-hmm. You have to nurture relationships with your clients as well as with your team members. And if you think, oh my gosh, that's going to take so much time, it doesn't even have to take a lot of time but it does take a little bit of effort on a regular basis. It's kind of like working out in the gym. You can't just do it once at the beginning of the month and feel like, okay, now I'm done for the month. You have to do a little bit each day and keep making it part of your business plan, a habit of uh, something that you do on a regular basis. And it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to take a long time because with each person, we might be talking about anywhere from leaving a 30 second message on their answering machine to a three or four minute conversation every month or maybe once a quarter even. So it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it does have to be intentional. Uh, and I think that's what's really important, Linda, is the fact that it's intentional and that um, you remember things about your team members. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure that you have a customer relations management software of some sort. Yes, of course, and, and, I, and I do recommend that for leaders, of course. You've got to keep track of things that have been said, particularly with your team members. Yeah, I think that's so so critical to have those key things, like what's going on in their family, what's going on in their life, how's, how is their team doing, and really being able to go back quickly and review that before you have that phone call. Yes. Well, and you know what else, Linda? What's even more important than keeping in mind what's going on in their life and their family Mm-hmm. is to distill it down to what is it that they want out of the business? Mm-hmm. Have you taken the time to ask them the question, what inspired you to join this business? What are you excited about in your business today? Have a conversation about that. And, and sometimes people will say, well, I'm not excited about anything right now. <laughs> in which case, you don't let them off the hook. You say, when you were excited about your business. Because the reality is you cannot move forward with anything until you get them into a mode where they remember why they are doing the business. And Mm -hmm. so to document that, then you can check in with them periodically. So, for example, if you call your team member and she says, oh, you know, I'm not loving anything about my business today. And you say, well, when you were loving your business, what did you love? First of all, it's going to take her a few seconds to think of it. So you have to bite your tongue and be patient. (laughs) (laughs) And And use silence. 
And then when she remembers, reflect it back to her and make a note and then say, okay, great. So you really love it when your client's eyes light up and they discover they really can get the results that they're looking for. Um, Okay, great. So you said you're having some challenges. I'd be more than happy to talk to you more about that. Would you like some ideas? And so once you get them in the frame of mind of what they love about it, then they can work on their challenges and be resourceful. But if you stay in that mode of nobody wants to book parties, all my hostesses are canceling, you know, wah, 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 all the whining and complaining. If you stay in that energy, you will never accomplish anything and you'll walk away feeling really frustrated. And often I'll tell you what I used to do is I would argue with them. Oh, that's not true. People are booking parties. Again, it doesn't solve the problem because all that does is make the other person dig their heels in, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I like that approach um, for a couple of reasons. One, it really does build that relationship. So you're, you're exercising that relationship muscle. Um, and that's so key to, um, as you said, keeping them moving forward and, you know, booking parties and, and whatever else it is appropriate for that particular network marketing company. Um also, I love the fact that you go back to what inspired you to join. I know that's one of the first things that they ask you to do when you join a network marketing company or a direct sales is um, what's your why? Why are you here? Why, why did you join? And do you still get the, um, I wanted to earn $645 a month because my daughter's going to private school and I want to change the world? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, people <laughs> do have that as a why sometimes. The thing that happens, Linda, is once they get a little taste of that and they realize they can make that $648 in two parties, that will motivate them to do more. Mm -hmm. So even if their goals are microscopic, it doesn't matter. Help them accomplish those goals. You know, if my leader had given up after, if my leader had given up on me in the first 60, 90 days or first year or two, she would have missed out on having the fourth top seller in the company. Wow. So don't, yeah, don't give up on people. It took, you know, I'm a, I'm a slow bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> it took me about six years before I quit my job and really leaned into my business. But I'll tell you, once I did, it took off. And it was amazing. But keep people engaged, even if they just want a discount on their products, if you can Keep them excited about the products. Keep them using the products. And then kind of plant the seed about who have you talked to lately about it. Mm-hmm. Just keep them moving forward in a small way. And honest to goodness, it's kind of like a rocket ship taking off. Yeah. <laughs> it takes about 90% of the fuel to get the rocket outside of Earth's gravity. And the same thing is true when people are just getting started. It takes a tremendous amount of energy to get through the first few stages of the business and then they'll just take off because now they have momentum. Right. And I think that's, that's really key is that momentum piece. Um, and I agree with you that when you lose that momentum, it's it, one, it's difficult to pick it back up. And I think that's where oftentimes the discouragement comes in and people give up and they quit the business. They may stay, but they've quit the business as far as growing it. So being able to keep them, as you said, moving forward is a critical piece to growing their business um, and really seeing their vision realized. Um, Linda, do you work with vision at all with the people that you're coaching? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And again, it comes down to asking questions like what inspired you to join the business and not just listen to their answer, but acknowledge their answer, reflect it back to them, encourage them to tell you more. Mm -hmm. And And one of the things I've worked with a lot, especially recently, is to encourage people, my leaders in particular, to visualize themselves being successful, being successful in these conversations. We can actually train ourselves to get the results we're looking for by imagining ourselves being successful. And I'm not talking about, you know, being on stage as the top leader in the company, although that's a good vision too. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about imagining yourselves, you know, talking to your team member and she's happy you called and you're smiling and just having a great conversation and connecting. Imagine yourself doing those small little pieces that are going to lead you to those bigger and bigger goals. Mm-hmm. And I, Linda, I also think it's really important to use all five senses when you're defining that vision. You yes. know, what, what are you seeing? What do you hear? What do you taste? What do you smell? Um, and how does it feel? Um, because I think that really, well, one, it, it activates the reticular activating system, which is just so powerful in the subconscious to make things happen, as well as it really, as you said, inspires someone to, wow. Yeah, that's really powerful, um, and and that's what I want. That's what I want to hear, and all that. So, Linda, when we get back, let's talk a little bit about how using maybe the five senses, um, you can move your team forward and really get them rolling, um, such that you know it's almost automatic. So, Absolutely. All right, audience. When you get back, think about what's inspired you to do. Whatever business you're doing currently, and have you incorporated all those five senses to really make it powerful? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Linda Patton. 
draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. My guest today really helps direct sales leaders who are frustrated with their team members' lack of action. And Linda is a 20-plus year veteran. She started when she was two, by the way, uh, in the direct sales industry. Um, She's had 38% higher average team member sales over the company average. She's been promoted to senior director. Is that your highest? Um, No, the highest level in that company was presidential director. I never made presidential director. You didn't? Okay. So senior director is the next one right behind that? I'm not sure um, what it is now because, you know, things change over time. But what happened in my direct sales business is in 2008, the recession just blasted our business. Mm -hmm. I was in the paper crafting and scrapbooking business, and I don't know if you remember – there used to be a scrapbooking store on every corner. They were kind of rivaling Starbucks there for a while, it seemed like. Yes. And now I you remember. can hardly find one. And so the business dropped by two-thirds, and people started asking me to coach them, people from other businesses, because they saw the kind of results I had gotten in my business. And so that's when I decided to switch to being a coach and trainer. Mm, I love it. Um, and you had seven straight incentive trips? Yes, I even got to go to Europe and New Zealand. Ooh, I didn't go that far. I got to go to Alaska, and that was really a big deal um, yeah. for me. Oh, it was that was probably the most fun time I had those those six months that we were putting that that together. It was just so much fun, and yeah. I got a chance to actually use um, what I what I now teach, which was really for me that was impressive. You know what I got out of those incentive trips is I got a chance to talk to a lot of, uh, I'm just a chronic researcher. So I would try to go to a meal with a different consultant two or three times a day, my husband and I, and I would ask them questions about how they earned the incentive trip because I was really curious. And and I expected there to be some common thread, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I. I could not find a common thread. Everybody did it differently. Some people did vendor events. Some people did home shows. Some people did workshops and retreats. In the 90s, one woman was even doing online workshops via email. So it was amazing. And the thing I walked away with was the thread that they all had in common is they were all incredibly resourceful. Mm-hmm. They figured out a way to make it work in their environment. And there was people on that trip that had every attribute that you would hear about people giving you as a reason why they couldn't be successful. 
I had one gal, you know, lived in a rural town with hardly anybody in it. Another woman lived in a metropolitan area. Another woman had five kids and helped her husband run a family farm. Some people worked full time and they were still on this incentive trip. And so it really struck me. Oh, and by the way, Linda, the other thing that's interesting is I don't think I only heard one time in seven years that someone said the reason they're on the incentive trip is because of my upline. Oh, that's interesting. I know. It really is. And when I, when I looked closer, the, some of them had really supportive uplines and some didn't. But the secret was not that their upline was amazing and was dragging them along. It was that this person saw the upline as one of many resources available to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know when, when I did the Alaska tour, um, the, the key thing was I had, okay, okay, I'm very, I have a masculine side when it comes to these kinds of things. And I'm very organized, almost to the point of being a C in the disc. Um, <laughs> and so I had a chart up with, you know, who was, who was I prospecting, who on my team you know, already had, you know, that I could, I could um, add some folks to them and whatever it might be. But I knew exactly what I had to do for each of the three pieces because we had the balcony upgrade first and then the cruise and then we had cruise cash. And so I, I looked at each, you know, it was like each segment. I had to get that segment done and I knew what I needed to do to do that. And as you said, I was on the phone every day. I was talking to people, that kind of thing. Got cruise, got the balcony upgrade and said to my husband, so I got the balcony upgrade. And he goes, great, do we have a cruise yet? I go, no, no, that's that's next month. You know, and, and I just, I just, I want to say I steadily plotted through it, just, you know, knowing who I wanted to ask the question. And, you know, I would say that my my clients supported me far more than my upline did, but it was it was a fascinating um, experience, especially since it really fine tuned for me how to set a vision and make it happen, and that was using all five senses. You know, absolutely, absolutely, you know, yeah. Picture of the boat, a song by John Denver on Alaska and me, um, tasting salmon, or I did ice cubes because I couldn't always get salmon. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, the, and that kind of thing, and it really, and it worked. It yeah. really, really, really worked because it fine-tuned that. So, when you ask um, the downline or the leaders um, what they love about their business, what does that give you, and what does it give them when you ask that question? Well, what it get? Well, it, a couple of things. Number one, the and the most important thing is it gives them access to their emotions. What do they, people take action based on emotions. And if they have positive emotions, they want more of those. So they will find a way to make that happen. Like, for example, if I talk to you about what do you love about pizza? And I really got in a conversation, oh, the crunchy crust and it's chewy in the middle and the cheese is melted and toasty and you're feeling it and you're tasting it and you're seeing it. What are the chances you're going to go find a pizza sometime in the next week? Probably pretty good. Exactly. And the same is true here. So if the person tells you, I like it when people's eyes light up, when they discover, you know, they can do such and such, then have that conversation about how great that feels. And and what happens is not only does it give you information, now you know that the person is motivated by seeing someone's eyes light up, but it also 
gives them the emotion that it takes to get them to take some action. So it really provides a lot. It provides, it, and you know, Linda, the amazing thing is, even if you leave that message on their voicemail, what are you loving about your business today? Human beings find it impossible not to try to answer a question. So they'll actually start pondering that. What do I love about my business? And they'll be making dinner and they'll ideas will pop into their head. So you're actually helping them, even if all you can do is leave that as a message on their machine or, you know, send it as a text message. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of things about that. You know, when you talked about the pizza and, and really getting into, you know, the describing it with all five senses and whatever, what you'll also find is everywhere you go, you'll see a pizza place. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I think I'm supposed to have a pizza or whatever. Yep. Um, all, of also, a sudden, all of a sudden, your subconscious mind starts to let the information through that allows you to accomplish that goal. Right. And the same thing is true here. So all of a sudden, she'll think of somebody who had a party last year at this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should call her, Right. Yeah, and I, well, I love you the fact that you leave a question at the end because you're absolutely right. It causes them to you know, answer the question or think about it or, wow, I haven't thought about that in a while. And what, what do I really love about my business? And if it's nothing, then when did I ever love the business? Ooh, yeah, and they can, they can bring up that memory and exactly. bring it to the fore. I love that. I think that's a fantastic. Um, and think about how easy that is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot of time. And and little small, this is just a little small, tiny little thing that's a powerful tool. What I will hear most direct sales leaders will say to when I say, what do you say when you call your team member? They'll say, oh, hi, Melanie, it's so-and-so, your team leader, and I'm just, just checking in. Do you have any <laughs> questions? Do you need any help? Well, that doesn't help them at all. If you're going to make the effort to call them, be excited. What are you loving about your business today? Maybe even take a minute to, re- to ask yourself that question. You know, everybody's got new catalogs over the summer. It's very exciting, all the new products. Get mm-hmm. yourself excited every day about what you love about your business, and you'll actually find it irresistible to work your business. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I so agree with, you know, when you're up and when you know why you're doing this, so your why around your team, what, what do you want for that person, you know, what's what's your, in essence, what's your vision for that member of the team? And knowing that you're there to inspire them to find the motivation that moves them forward in their business. I think that's and, the, and, yeah. the, and the motivation is within them. It's right. not something you have to find. It's only something you have to uncover. So that takes a lot of pressure off you as a leader. You do not need to be Tony Robbins. <laughs> well, and I'm not sure Tony actually motivates either, but uh, he's well, definitely you inspirational. Well, you don't have to be Zig Ziglar. You don't have yeah. to be Jack Canfield. You just need to care about them enough to ask what is it that they want yeah. and help them be excited about it. And then if they're having a challenge, offer to brainstorm some solutions. Brainstorming mm-hmm. is, a, is another really amazing tool. Because when you brainstorm with somebody, it forces them to come up with their own ideas. And mm-hmm. their ideas are the ones they're likely to take action on. You know, when someone says, all my, all my hostesses are canceling, my mind goes, oh, I need to share my how to prevent cancellation strategy. But sometimes when you start brainstorming with them, you realize that the problem they have is not the one you thought they had. 
So true. So true. Plus, when the solution comes from them, it has more power than if you just you know automatically give them a solution um, exactly. to the problem. And, and you can still sprinkle in your own ideas oh, to sure. try to plant seeds for them. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If they come up with the answer, they're much more likely to take action on it. And again, the beauty of this is it means you don't have to have all the answers. <laughs> and you have a tool now that you can use with every single person on your team in a way that builds relationships. Right. Plus, it gives them, you've empowered them to be resourceful, to come up with their own solutions, to know when, when to bring you in. And it can really inspire them to even greater heights because Absolutely. they feel empowered. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Linda, is this your retention strategy, or do you have some additional things to add around retention? Because I know that's a real challenge: is keeping uh, keeping your team together, keeping your clients, you know, uh, excited and um, buying products and coming to workshops and whatever else that you're using to, um, you know, build your business. Is well, re- is the beauty of this strategy is not only does it work for your cl- for your team members, it also works for your clients. If mm-hmm. you called someone and said, what are you loving about the XYZ thing that you bought from me, right, and, and right. name it specifically, you're going to find out either they haven't used it, which is not uncommon. Yes. <laughs> or they like it, but they need some, you know, help on getting full value out of it, or they're in love with it. And the great thing is, then that gives you opens up the door for you to help them get more value out of the products. Once people are in love with your products, why wouldn't they want to share them with their friends, right? Right. And, so, and then in terms of keeping your team members, it's the same thing. If you're helping them achieve their goals and they know you care about them and they feel empowered and resourceful when they're around you, why would they want to leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very true. And I, I love the strategy with the client. Uh, I don't think we do enough of that where we call our client back after they've made the purchase to say, hey, how are you loving it? Uh, you know, what, what piece of it? You know, if they bought a package, yes. uh, you know, what, what piece have you, have you started with? You know, have you created that fantastic layout that you, you said you wanted um, this particular piece for? Um, that kind of thing. And really follow up with them and give, give them um, a sense once that you care that yes. they're just not simply a purchase, right? Absolutely. And you know, if you are calling your clients and checking to see what they love about their products, it will you will stand out amongst all the other direct sellers in the world because it is so unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't they say something like um, follow up calls that you need to make more than four, and most people stop at three? Yes, yes. Most people. Re- require multiple interactions with your products before they're ready to move forward and work with you. Now, a phone call is usually not your first one. You had to meet them at some time in order to get the phone number. Right. But just think about it. Why does McDonald's advertise 37 times on the Super Bowl? Right? Right. Because they know that you need to have constant input. It's the same thing at election time. You'll drive by a fence. It'll be covered with placards that just have the person's last name on it. Mm-hmm. You can hardly even tell what office they're running for. And the reason is people know this. Keep exposing people to your name and they will eventually become comfortable with it. The same thing is true with phone calls. So if you have to call them three or four or five times and leave messages, just do so. Just don't do it every single day. 
you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because then you become a pest and they'll put you on the do not call list. Exactly. Um, But I'm telling you, if you start with what are you loving about your something or other, they're going to be happy to pick up the call. They really will because they've been thinking about that now. Mm-hmm. And and asking them, you know, how much how much do you love that layout that you just completed, and you know, getting the pictures just perfectly placed and all that on on your uh, page, isn't that well, isn't it or awesome? Even and- more than that, I rem- this is actually how I learned this strategy. I called a client and I wanted to book a party with her, and she said, "Well, you know, Linda, I haven't even used the materials I bought last time." <laughs> And impulsively, I just said, well, what do you love about scrapbooking? And mm-hmm. we had a wonderful conversation about how she's reliving her memories. She's sharing them with her friends when she scrapbooks together. And lo and behold, when I called her a month later, she was ready to work with me. And she said, I've gotten more scrapbooking done since we talked. You'd be amazed. Yeah, that is fascinating. I always also found um, workshops were a great way to, um, again, Bring people in, get them excited about the products, and get that scrapbooking done. Um, I have to tell you, Linda, that I actually took a huge box of projects, scrapbooking projects, to Scotland several years ago. And that was my my afternoon. When it was cold and rainy and windy outside, I sat on the dining room table and just scrapbooked my heart out. And it was so powerful and so much fun. So it's much so fun. much fun. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But people get out of the habit of doing it. So I just know. having a <laughs> consultant who reminds them or provides opportunities for them to enjoy it, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I totally agree because right now my scrapbooking is all sitting in bins and hasn't been touched in probably a year or more. So yep. you, you've... you've um, inspired me to get back <laughs> to it. Audience, I'd be curious as we go to break, what are you not getting involved in because you haven't had an inspiration to make that happen? Perhaps today would be the day to get started on that. And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? 
Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with a really phenomenal leader in the direct sales business. And she is the penultimate coach and trainer for that genre, as well as uh, regular sales teams as well. And that's Linda Sturdivant. And Linda, I'm so delighted to have you on the show. You've really given us some great tips on, in essence, how to interact with anyone on your team, whether they're your downline or your sales team, or it's a virtual team that you're working with. Yeah. Uh, it works with all of them. So we've talked about retention. We've talked about how to how to keep your team. How about recruiting? What what's the mindset and what are the skills that you need to really grow a powerful team that is going to want to be in the business as well? When it comes to recruiting new people to your team, you want to be very intentional about recruiting people who have a reason to work the business. And the way that uh, you can do that is actually pretty simple. Uh, Let's compare the recruiting strategy that I learned, and then I'll explain the one that's a little more effective. So the one that I learned was you carry around recruiting packets with you. Right. And then you tell people, hey, you'd be good at this. Why don't you take this information home and I'll call you in a few days or a week to see if you have any questions. And yes, I recruited a few people that way, but it did not work very well. Instead, I learned a a different strategy that works so much better. And that is, first of all, because you're asking questions and learning about people, you know something about them. You can see their personalities at the party. So when you offer, you say something like, Amanda, you're just the life of the party. And, you know, people like you often do very well in our business. I wonder if that's something you'd like to learn more about. And you get a lot more yeses when you make when you customize your offer like that. And, mm-hmm. of course, you want to compliment them in a completely authentic and genuine way. Right? So that's right. number one. And if they say, yes, I'd like to learn more, and you notice I'm not trying to recruit her. I'm just asking if she wants to learn more. Then I'll say, great, it takes about 15 minutes. What would work better for you, a phone call tomorrow night, or would you prefer to meet for coffee tomorrow afternoon? So Uh, your goal is not to recruit them, 
but to schedule a recruiting interview. Right. It's 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 like um, you know doing an enrollment conversation. You know, having that first conversation of do we even want to see if we want to work together? Exactly. Um, you know exactly. And right. then have a very specific intentional strategy for your recruiting conversation. Mm-hmm. And that includes what inspired you to say yes to learning more. Right? right. You never know. She might want to be on stage or she might just want an extra $100 a month. Let's find out. Because then mm-hmm. you can customize the information as you give it to her. And then use the strategy of provide a little information and then ask a question to find out how it fits for her. Like, we make $300 at an average party. How much money would you like to make? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, don't go into great detail about the compensation plan because it'll just overwhelm most people. I so remember that. Uh, we used to have uh, parties, events at, at home, and you'd go through the presentation and the video and everything else, and you got to the end of it, and it was it was a push to... Well, let me tell you about the compensation plan. Let me tell you how it goes, how it works. And and literally, you would watch people's eyes glaze over, going, "Look, I just came to experience the products. I don't know yeah. about this thing called a business yet." Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's I had kind of like asking somebody to marry you before you even went on a date. Oh wow, what a novel approach. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it's sort of, uh, yeah, the way online dating works, too. I, I have a colleague, uh, short story, I have a colleague who's been, you know, sort of video chatting with with this gentleman. They've ne- she, She's never had a date. She's never met him in person or whatever. And he wants to know, so, um, you know, I'm coming to the end of my contract and I'm thinking about moving out to San Francisco. So when are we getting married? <gasps> Literally, he said that to her and she goes, excuse me? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and he goes, well, otherwise, there's no reason for me to come out there because I'm not just going to come out to, you know, date you and that kind of thing. I'm, you know, if I'm coming out, I want to marry you. Wow. Like, I don't think so. So yeah, it, it, that's it's a, pretty scary. Yeah. It, it, it's a bit of um, jumping the gun. It's, it's that ready, fire, aim exactly. uh, kind of approach. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you wouldn't go into a bar and find the first cute guy you meet and ask him to marry you. And that's kind of what we do in direct sales. We say, oh, my gosh, this person's the life of the party. I want her on my team. Do you want to join? It's too soon. Yeah. 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 And and they're they're definitely not ready for it. Um, You know, you haven't asked the, the key questions. You you. You know, you don't, they may be actually with another network marketing company. Who knows? They may be. And they also are likely to have a lot of um, incorrect ideas about direct sales. Yes. Is it a, you know, is it a pyramid scheme, right? Mm-hmm. How much money will I, will I make any money or am I going to get paid in product? I mean, people have all kinds of misconceptions about what direct sales is. Yes. And of course, it has so many different names for yes. what the different companies are. You know, we have network marketing, we have um, direct distribution, we have direct sales. Um, it, it, it's, Again, it, it confuses people. And then if you start looking at the compensation plans, some of them are, you know, I thought it was pretty savvy about compensation plans and because I've either reviewed them or I've been involved in them or whatever. But when you get to that two-sided one, yeah, yeah, and you're growing both sides and it's like, okay, I don't get this. It's um, very confusing. Yeah. Yes, it really is. And, and I think that also... Uh, creates some no I if I can't understand how I'm getting paid I'm not going to do this kind of thing so exactly so Linda what is the mindset that a direct sales leader needs to have to truly build and grow a business 
The mindset that direct sales leaders need to truly build and be successful in their business is they want to help people get what they want. It's all about relationships, whether it's with your customers or with your team members or with your potential team members. Don't go in with the idea that everybody needs to use your product, everybody on the planet. Yes. I mean, yes, you have a product that would benefit everybody on the planet, but not everybody is ready to shift to your product, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, find out what they want. Like if you're in the skincare industry, you might say, when it comes to your skincare, you're more interested in getting rid of wrinkles or dry skin. And if the person says, oh, well, you know what? I use Lancome. You say, that's mm-hmm. great. What do you love about Lancome? And let her talk about it. And she'll tell you, oh, I love this, and I love that, and I love this, and the next thing I'm going to do is buy this. Well, guess Mm. what she just told you? She just told you what she wants. Exactly. Yes. And you probably have a product that can help her. And -hmm. you can say, well, you know, I don't know if it's the right idea for you, but, hey, I'd be happy to have you give it a try and give me some feedback since you have something to compare it to. Well, it makes it so much easier to buy it from you than having to go to the mall and, you know, whatever you have to do to get Lancome. Since I don't use it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think now you can actually go to the grocery store and get it. Oh, can you really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there are so many products now that used to only be, you know, in department stores or whatever. And now you can find them at, C, you know, at the drug stores as well as the grocery stores, which is really kind of scary. I, I do love that the question or the, the comment that you made about uh, you know, asking them about what they were uh, currently using. And, and then you said, I don't know whether this is right for you. Um, I, I find that um, I have done that with others where I don't know whether you know, this is going to be right for you or whether you'd even be interested, but perhaps you know others who would be. And, yes. often, yeah, and often what I get is, well, what makes you think I'm not interested? Yes, exactly. You know? And it is so, one of those magic phrases. It's one of those phrases you want to write down and use in your business. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I, I always found that fascinating. That they almost get incensed, like, "Well, how do you know I'm not interested? Perhaps I am." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, well, I I don't know. I just wouldn't have thought that you'd be interested. But I'd be happy to answer your questions. Well, and especially if you're talking about products like weight loss products or skincare products, you don't want to walk up to someone and say, hey, are you more worried about wrinkles or baggy (laughs) skin? I mean, that's insulting. Instead, you might say, you know, I don't know if you'd be interested because you look pretty awesome. But, you know, you don't know anybody. Well, it's the one, you you know, the, the, the young young lad or young girl who has obviously had a breakout recently and go, oh, would you like to do something about that breakout? It, gee, it's really horrible. You you look like you're in a great deal of pain. It's like, know, right? You, you just <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Again, you you need to have that, uh, uh, you know, help. I love the fact you want to help people get to what they want. I think yeah. that is just so critical. Help so, people get what they want. Yes. And so, Linda, you have you've actually offered uh, my listening audience a phenomenal um, free gift. Would you explain it, please, to our audience? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this because I'd really love to meet everybody who's listening, of course. But I know that's not going to be possible. But I do offer a complimentary stra- activate your team strategy session. Uh, it is a 60 minute conversation where we'll talk about your goals and what's holding you back and really dig deep 
you know, really uncover what those goals are at a deep level and find out what's holding you back. And then you'll walk away with some ideas that you can implement right away. And if it makes sense to work together, we can explore that if there's a natural resonance and desire. So the way to take advantage of this gift is you want to go to my website, which is rockstarleaders.com forward slash activate. So that's rockstarleaders, plural, dot com forward slash activate. Click on the schedule it button and then select a date and time that'll work best for you. And Linda, I find that extremely generous, a full hour with you. And let me tell you, audience, it is so worth the time um, to do that because she has outstanding, um, I don't want to say suggestions, advice, um, brainstorming solutions, but you know, her experience and such is worth the time to really get you moving forward in your business and becoming a rock star leader. So thank thank you you so much. A lot of people listen to this show. So if you're interested, I recommend that you jump on it immediately because trust me, there will not be enough spots for everybody who listens to this show. And I love that. So yes, please do jump on this as quickly as you can because it is totally, totally worth your time um, to see, you know, where you are, what, what are your goals and how can you actually move forward and help more people get what they want. So Linda, could you, as a wrap up to the show, give us just three quick tips that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the number, the number one tip that I'd like to have you walk away with is when it comes to working with your team members, always ask them, what do you love about your business today? So that's number one and leave it as a message if they don't answer. Okay. Number two, when it comes to recruiting, make a personal invitation. Why do you think this person would make a great consultant? Compliment them and ask if they'd like more information. And number three, when you do your recruiting conversation, make sure you do it methodical where that you give information and then ask a question. Give information and ask a question. Because what that does is it allows the individual to buy in a little at a time instead of waiting till you get the, to the end of the interview and asking them to buy the whole package. And I think that's so very important is to get a series of yeses rather than waiting to get the big yes at the end and find that either they're lost in the information or they were turned off early on. And because you didn't address it, they didn't move forward, right? Exactly. Yes. Okay. So audience, you've heard them. These are the three key tips and they will be in the show notes as well. Um, Linda, I want to thank you so very much for being on the show today. It's my pleasure. It's been fantastic. Thank you, Linda. You are so very welcome. And audience, I just want you to remember that if you would like more information about um, Seeds of a Movement Boot Camp or The Art of Herding Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please do send me an email at Linda at dare, the number two lead with lynda.com. And until next time, I leave you with this thought, be courageous, dare to lead. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 